I don't know. Why aren't you? Oh, we're live. Hello. Sup, y'all? Welcome to the. I should look up what episode this is. The fifty-second episode of Original Gamers podcast there's 52 weeks in a year so you would think that that would mean we've been doing this for a year but we actually hit that milestone a little while ago yeah i don't remember who was or when that was but anyway uh i am your host patrick ryan otherwise known as huge cow patty or hcp uh, and i'm joined today by my co-host joel watt hello friends and maybe Nolan will join us later. Maybe. We don't, we don't know where he is. So uh, this week we are going to be talking about... Uh, the fact that we're both wearing Hawaiian shirts. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, we are. It's Hawaiian shirt day. We got right. the memo. <laughs> Hopefully everybody else got the memo too. Uh, uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, that's cool. We will, uh, yes, we will be talking about Twilight Princess. I almost I'm reading my script and I didn't change the name and I almost said another world because that's what's still there. And that that's what we talked about last week. We'll be talking about the Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. Uh but before we dive into that, how you been, Joel? What's been going on? Well, uh I had a fairly busy week. Um every day this week. I've had something going on at work. So yeah, Wednesday was terrible. I don't, we won't get into that. But <laughs> you're probably gearing up for Easter stuff, huh? Oh my gosh, am I ever! Easter is fast approaching, and so next week is going to be super busy too. Um, I don't know why. I, well, actually, I do know why. Every the first Tuesday and the first Thursday, we always have a big event for the men and women, respectively. And so, um, you know, almost every month those two events line up to be on the same week and so you know it's like okay the first week is always really rough and then uh we just also happened to have a progressive dinner last night i don't know if you know what that is is, is that when a bunch of progressives get together and talk about <laughs> social justice no 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 <laughs> um it's we're Everybody meets the church for like appetizers, and then you split off into groups and you go to different host houses and have a different course of a meal at a different house. So oh, okay. you show up at one house for salad, and then the group moves to the next house for the main, and the next house for whatever. Um, and it was probably like soup salad main and then you, they all came back for dessert and so you know it's now that i think about it, it was a lot like when i moved worked at the movie theater and so it was like lots of intense activity for a little while and then sat there for two hours and did nothing right and then <laughs> and lots of uh, intense activity at the end and then it was time to go mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah yeah i feel like i've been to something similar to that down here i maybe they called it a progressive dinner i don't remember so yeah so that, that was cool. that kind of culminated the week and uh 
So now it's very early, and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> after having a late night, I was there till after ten last night. Oh yeah. And then I don't remember when I fell asleep. Hello, Jennifer. <laughs> we have yeah. a viewer oh, watching live. We have we have somebody watching. Hi, Jenny. Yes. What's going on? So cool. Sweet. Uh, my week has been filled mostly with work and playing Breath of the Wild. I, and I, I told myself that I was going to play some Twilight Princess this week. I, you know, I had played it before Breath of the Wild came out. And, and not even specifically for this show, just because I wanted to go through it. And I, I got through the first dungeon. No, I got through the first two dungeons uh, before the... March 3rd came around and they got the switch and breath of the wild and all that stuff. And so I haven't played much of anything else after that. I haven't finished Pokemon because of this. I haven't, um, I have other games for my switch. I have, I am set soon. I have fast RMX. I have Bomberman. I have one, two switch. Uh, I, Oh, I do have, have snipper clips and my wife played that. Like we've completed it. We've, we've beaten every puzzle and, and I would, be absolutely fine with them coming out with DLC and there being more more of that because that was a fantastic game. I liked that. But other than that, like I played Fast RMX maybe twice. I played Bomberman a couple of times, but no, it's just been it's been Breath of the Wild. Just that's all that's all I've been doing. It's all I've been um you know uh my wife she's been playing it too. And she said one day she was like man I wish we had enough money to have two of these so we could both be playing it. And I'm like, we wouldn't talk to each other <laughs> if we did that. Cause you'd be playing it. And like, like the only reason that we talk to each other now is because we feel like if one of us was playing it, we'd just be ignoring the other one. So we don't <laughs> play it. And I'm like, no, if we had two switches and two copies of this game, that that would be it. The only time yeah. we would speak would be when one of us stopped and was like, Hey, I should probably eat. So <laughs> I don't die. You know, that would, yeah. that would be it. So this, the, the game is, is fantastic and, and i've said uh i've said on this show before and, and i said in, in the community group because we're talking about a zelda game i'm sure breath of the wild is going to come up a lot but don't not watch this because we're going to keep it spoiler free and we're going to try and stay on twilight princess as best as we possibly can because yes that's actually the game we're talking about and not breath of the wild i just i know us we liked tangent and that's how that's going to go. So um, with that, let's dive into Twilight Princess. Um, most of the information, you know, we, we always go through sort of the credits of the game. Most of these names you're going to have heard already, so we won't spend a whole ton of time talking about them. Uh, although, and when I get to it, there's one little interesting tidbit here that that I found surprising. So anyway, uh, the developer, of course, is Nintendo, specifically Nintendo EAD. Uh, the publisher is Nintendo. It was directed by Eiji Aonuma, um, who has been the director of every major Zelda game since Ocarina of Time. And I... So I do want to stop on him for a second. I was watching a... I don't remember if it was a Did You Know Gaming. I want to say that th that YouTube channel did it. So it probably was a, a like structured like a Did You Know Gaming. He has a game... The first game that he did that was that was big, it never made it out of Japan, and I want to say it was 
it was a Super Nintendo game that released in Japan either very shortly before or after the N64 came out, so that's why it never left Japan. I can't remember what it was called, but it was so similar to A Link to the Past that Shigeru Miyamoto told Aonuma, look, if you want to make a Zelda game, let's just have you make a Zelda game. We'll make you the director of the next one. And that's how he wound up being the director of Ocarina of Time, and he's been the director of Zelda ever since then. So that that was a little interesting um, factoid about him and how he got involved in the series. Uh, the game was designed by... Well, I'll let you take these, Joel. Okay. Uh, um, oh, really? Mm -hmm. As soon as I clicked on it, it's like it, I needed to reload for no good reason. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> so it was designed by Yusuke Nakano and Satoru Tazukawa. No, no. Takizawa. Takizawa, yep. dyslexic there. <laughs> <laughs> Satoru Takizawa. Um, and I don't know either of those names. Yeah, I don't know either of them either. And I, I didn't find... Well, I didn't look for much information about them because I was <laughs> uh, very quickly typing this up just before we went live. Uh, of course, the producer is, uh, who's also the creator, Shigeru Miyamoto. So what I found interesting about this is Koji Kondo didn't compose this game. It's uh, oh, really? two, two guys by the name of Toru Minageshi, Minageshi, something like that, and Asuka Ota, or Ata, it's O-H-T-A. I've, I've seen that name, Toru uh, Minageshi. Yeah, I, I've seen that name before. It was either in the credits of a Zelda game or uh, another game by Nintendo. But yeah, I, I, I know that name. Yeah. I don't so know why. I'm going to... Uh, oh, and so as long as you're looking that up. Um, yeah. Yes, the game that you're talking about, about uh, Aonuma made, is mm -hmm. just like uh, <laughs> uh, uh, A Link to the Past. It's called Marvelous. Oh my gosh, I can't pronounce Let's just say the English translation. Marvelous, Another Treasure Island. Yes, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, and it it looks like um, Chrono Trigger or Secret of Mana, maybe. <laughs> I, yeah. And Zelda had a baby. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I, I wouldn't have a problem with that at all. Okay, so the first guy, Toru Minigishi... He's been with Nintendo since 1998. His first credit is Pokemon Stadium. And it's it's got him listed here for both the Japanese and the American version as separate things. So maybe oh, they weird. have different soundtracks. I, I don't know. Uh, he helped Koji Kondo on Majora's Mask. Uh, he's done Animal Crossing games. He's done Mario games. Let's see. He 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 helped with Wind Waker, uh, and then of course here with Twilight Princess. Uh, he oh, he he composed music for Wii Fit. All that classic music from that game, <laughs> uh, and uh, he's. Go, he's credited on here as working on the soundtrack for Splatoon 2, but not the 
first one that I can see. So all of those, all that weird grungy rock, whatever that is. Oh, yeah, it's like synth rock. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, yes, he is on here as part of the composition team for the first platoon. I just overlooked it. So, yeah, a lot of, hey. lot of Nintendo games. Been with the company since 1998. Seems like, like Nintendo keeps their people for a long time, and that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing. Because that means they're not a horrible company to work for. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Low turnover. Yeah. Okay. So now I'm. So the other guy doesn't have a Wikipedia page, and it just took me to Nintendo EAD's Wikipedia. So he he must work in that department over there at, at Nintendo. So I'm not going to be able to give you a detailed list of what he's been involved in. But I just yeah. found it interesting that uh, Koji Kondo uh, not credited at all with this game. Yeah. Uh, so that's he's he's known for working on Nintendo's big franchises and right. And obviously all game. of the Zelda themes he wrote the original ones of. Yeah. Them, so. They're all based on his original work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm. So Anyway, all right. Uh releases. So this game as most of you listening know was in development for the GameCube for a while. And then when the Wii came out, similar to how what happened with Breath of the Wild from Wii U to Switch, uh, it got announced they were putting it on a Wii, but they were also still putting it out on GameCube. And the Wii version actually came out first, at least in North America. Actually, the Wii version came out first everywhere except Japan. The GameCube version came out first in Japan. So we'll 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 get to that. So. What's that? Uh, not according to these release dates you have. What, dude? Oh, no, you're right. The Japanese version of the GameCube version and the American... There's a date in here that's the same. What am I looking at? The North American it's... GameCube version came out on the same day as the Japanese Wii version. That's where I'm getting confused. Yeah. I knew I saw December 11th on there twice. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, so it came out on Wii uh, in North America on November 19th, and this is this is all 2006, so I don't have to keep saying that year. Uh, North America, November 19th, Japan, December 11th, uh, Australia, December 7th, and Europe, December 8th. And then on GameCube, it came out in Japan on December 2nd, North America, December 11th, Europe, December 15th, and Australia, December 19th. It was later re-released as Twilight Princess HD, for Wii U, uh, North America and Europe was March 4th, 2016. Australia was the very next day, 2016. And Japan was March 10th, 2016. And of course, that came with the Wolf Link Amiibo. Yes. Which was the real reason that I bought it. So I basically spent 60 bucks to get an Amiibo. I mean, I wound up enjoying the game too. But I'm not sure that if it hadn't come with an Amiibo that I would have gotten it. I I think I would have got it either way. Yeah. But that Amiibo is really nice. <laughs> I've actually not opened it yet. <laughs> oh, really? It's still in the box. Oh, but he's so good in Breath of the Wild. I know. I, I need to do that. So I have not. 
I have used an amiibo with Breath of the Wild once, just to see what it did. Oh. It was Wait, um, which which amiibo? I think the the Smash Brothers Link. Because I, oh, I don't right. have I don't have any of the I mean like I've got Smash Brothers Toon Link. Yeah. I don't have like this the one. maker specific link. Yeah. I don't have the um the uh, what's that you're holding there? This I, is Smash Bros. Link. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, this gave I, me Epona, by the way. You know, uh mine gave me Epona also, and then I forgot to register her to stable. <laughs> and so she lost somewhere. Yeah, it's just out there. You know, I don't even I know if like name. the game remembers that she is there. I might have to just tap the amiibo again and hope I get. You know, if you if you run around the world where you last remembered her and you start whistling, uh huh, she'll come to you. Even though I didn't register, that still works. Pretty sure. Okay. Because it's a Pona. <laughs> I would have to remember where I had her though, because I I haven't really been riding horses much at all. I have a horse that I've registered. But I, I find that too often I want to climb something that I can't take the horse with me. Yep. So I'm just like, ah, eh, just don't even ride it. <laughs> but anyway, again, see, I told you tangents about Breath of the Wild. They're going to happen. Get used to it. Um. All right, so let's uh, get into the the nitty gritty here. So Twilight Princess is probably most known is as far as like how it stands out in the series as being the most realistic looking. And this was certainly in response to, so it, it, a little bit of history before the N64 came out, or maybe this, where was that for the game? What was that demo that it wasn't a demo? It, it, it was, was for the GameCube. It was for the GameCube. That was it. Um, you know, you had that epic fight between Link and Ganondorf. That's right. Cause it was modeled after what they look like in Ocarina of Time. They just didn't look like they had triangles pointing off of every, because yeah. the polygon I believe counts. It was at higher. the, uh, the Space World 2000 Expo or whatever. Yes. Back when Nintendo still had their own little uh, convention. I yeah. said, why did they call it Space World? Is there a story behind no that? Or is just why, did, why does Nintendo name anything the way they do? Yeah. <laughs> It's called Space World for the same reason we have friend codes, whatever yeah. that is. Um, so that they had that demo and it looked awesome, and everyone got excited. And then a couple of years later, they're like Wind Waker, and everyone lost their collective minds. Yes, because they're like, "What? This is not what we what we were looking for." And if you remember back then, everybody before Wind Waker even came out was like, oh, "This game is gonna suck. I hate it." actually is one of my favorite of the series and yep. one of the reasons is because of how it looks it has aged well twilight princess yeah. because it went for that more realistic look has not aged quite as well as wind waker at least i don't think so <clears throat> i will say the the sd versions of wind waker and twilight princess like Wind Waker will does look better, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The HD versions, I think that Twilight Princess looks better in HD than Wind Waker than does. Wind Waker does, yes. Um, and that's just my personal opinion. Um, I I also like the way that uh, Twilight Princess HD plays because I played the Wii version, obviously mm -hmm. of Twilight Princess originally, 
and the the motion controls you know it seemed fun at first until i realized that i'm not actually doing anything with the remote right like, i'm just shaking the remote as a button input replacement mm -hmm. <laughs> and that that eventually like started to bother me i was like oh it's and and it's kind of the reason why i like skyward sword a, a little better as far as like you know we version of Twilight Princess versus Skyward Sword. I like Skyward Sword because it's actually got the one to one, right? Or sort of. <laughs> yeah, it's it kind of tricks you into the because like yeah, you can move the Wii remote around and he'll move his hand, but yeah. while he's doing that, you're not actually doing anything that's going to cause anything damage. And nope. then when you do swing, the only real control that you're having over is the angle at which he swings. Yep. It's but, one of eight directions. Yeah, but that's really it. <laughs> yeah, and and again, once once I realized that the game got easier, and I got, mm -hmm. uh, but I also felt tricked. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I still like Skyward Sword a little better for that. Though it's like I know because it actually feels like my remote, my Wii remote, is doing something mm -hmm. instead of. Even if it's lying to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, so you were talking about combat, and this was... So, you know, I'd, I'd been playing Twilight Princess HD, and, and then I got Breath of the Wild, and one of the first things that I tried to do in Breath of the Wild, without even really thinking about it, because I forget that Twilight Princess is the only Zelda where, at least that I can think of, where you can be in motion and swing your sword, and that doesn't cause Link to stop and put himself into like a stance. You can actually be moving and swinging your sword, cutting grass and stuff like that. Whereas in other Zelda games, Breath of the Wild for one, um, Wind Waker, if you hit the attack button, most Link's forward momentum kind of stops. Yeah, because he stops to attack, and I tried to do that in Breath of the Wild and it didn't work. And I went, "Wait, why isn't this working?" And I, oh, right, you could do that in Twilight Princess. But could you do that in Skyward Sword? I don't remember. Um, it so depends long. on the attack. I think. Yeah, like you, I'm pretty sure you could swing your sword and move. I don't remember. Oh, it's been too long. Yeah, I'd have to go back and play it. I still have it. I think. I don't know why I wouldn't. I still have the uh, the gold Wii Motion Plus thing. Oh, I didn't spend money on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't have a Wii Remote Plus prior to oh. that, so I was like, well, I may as well spend the couple like what was it like an extra ten dollars or maybe it was an extra twenty. To, I bought my Wii kind of late, and so when I did, I got the Wii Motion okay. Plus with it. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So. Um, so that's actually something about the combat in Twilight Princess that I like more than others. And, and you were talking about the, the motion control. Yeah, I felt kind of cheated when I realized that, you know, waggling the remote was really just a replacement for the A button. Yeah. But what that does is um, you actually now have an extra button on the remote that you don't have on the GameCube version. And so if I remember right, uh, you know how um, 
you assign items to different buttons yes, on the remote. Yes. Pretty sure on the Wii version, you get an extra slot. Yeah. Than you do on the yeah. So that when I realized that, I was like, okay, it's kind of dumb that this is just replacing pushing A, but at the same time, I'm getting an extra item slot. So I guess I'm okay with this. Yeah, because in the, in the GameCube version, it's like X, Y, and Z are your buttons, yeah. your item assignments. Whereas it, on the Wii version, it's the the down, left, right on the D-pad. Yeah, and, and, then, and then... Oh, it, yeah, B was the, the trigger. Yeah, because A is your action button. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And I almost always kept my bow or, or boomerang on B. Right. It's trigger. <laughs> uh, uh, I also really liked, uh, and, and I'm glad that this is still in uh, current Zelda's, including Breath of the Wild. I like aiming your bow and stuff with the with the pointer. Yes. It's just it feels good. Yeah. Um, and I I I couldn't see myself going back. The only time I've had trouble with motion control aiming was in Wind Waker HD, fighting the uh, the the forest boss first time. When you when you get the boomerang and you have to cut the little tendrils yeah, yeah, off, I was having a huge problem like actually aiming and like hitting the the target spot. Yeah, it was it was like it wasn't precise enough or something. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like. I think I played through uh, Wind Waker HD with a pro controller, so motion controls wasn't even an option oh. for me. No, I, I was using the 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 gamepad. Called the gamepad. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I wanted to say control pad, and I knew that was wrong. <laughs> no, that's not it. <laughs> I was using the gamepad because I wanted the touchscreen mm -hmm. functions. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, it's just like the the motion controls. I, was, I got super frustrated, and I had to turn it off mm -hmm. for that boss fight. And, but in Breath yeah. of the Wild, though, I haven't had any problems with motion controls. They're, they're amazing. And, My, uh, the only problem I have with motion controls in that, and, I, and and honestly, it's something I have a problem with in every game with motion controls. So it's not the games; it's me. Um, you know, you, you'll you'll be doing something. You know, and you, you'll aim like kind of off this way, and and then like I'll I'll stop doing whatever it is that put me in that mode where I'm using the motion control. But then before I move my hand back, I've re-engaged it. So now neutral is my hand contorted off this way, <laughs> and I'm like, well, that was dumb because now I got to do this. And but that that's me. That's not the game's fault. I should be. Putting my hand back where it's supposed to be before I try and do this again. So that's the only issue I've ever had with it, um, and it, it works. It works really, really well in in Breath of the Wild. I'm, I'm, I'm. I know a lot of people when they they announce the Joy-Con and they're like, "Oh, it's got motion controls in it again." People are like, "Oh, this again." But no, it. I think they finally figured out that you know. Don't don't turn this into a gimmick. Make this yeah. something that is is useful where it's useful, and only use it there. And actually, because of that, uh, I got World of Goo and Little Inferno and Human Resource Machine, which were little. Uh, World of Goo was a Wii game, and then the other two were on Wii U. They've also come out for mobile phone and, and PC and stuff. They use Pointer, 
and they even though the the switch doesn't have a traditional pointer because there's not a sensor bar they they did it like like skyward sword had a pointer yeah you just lay the controller down and it calibrates and it's like okay straight is or wherever you want it to be because then you you point you hold the controller where you want it and you push a and it goes okay this is the center of the screen and now you mm -hmm. move it around and and it works really really well and and i like it so if you don't like motion controls i'm sorry get with it go get a go get an xbox there's no motion controls because they abandon the connect like a bad habit <laughs> it still listens to your voice though that's true yeah. but uh yeah i the twilight princess hd doesn't have any motion controls whatsoever i noticed Oh, it doesn't. I, I, yeah. I again. I think I'm playing it with the pro controller. So I, yeah. Well, I I played through most of it again with the with the gamepad because I wanted the touch controls. Mm -hmm. um, makes item switching really easy. Yes. But, uh, yeah, I I think I got through the final dungeon and right before the castle, <laughs> and I put it down like because yeah. I remember how difficult. Uh, was a dark beast Ganon was and i just didn't want to go through that again <laughs> yep I, um, I hated that fight <laughs> so so speaking of that and, and this was this game gets a lot of crap for the intro because it's so long it's it like so long. world's longest tutorial it's probably not the world's longest tutorial but it feels that way because minecraft the world like yeah. <laughs> because it never stops teaching you how to play the game right because you're never done with it um there there's a like a mini game that you you play toward the beginning where you you have to plant your feet and stop uh it's it's a it's a well it's i guess by this point it's yeah it's it's a sheet and and you you use it again um not that long afterward when you in were trying to get into the Gorons. Yeah. But this time you need the, the iron boots. But then it's something that never comes up again. And I remember first time I played through this game, I was like, man, I had this this mechanic that I thought they were going to be using because they made such a big deal out of it and I never see it. And then you get to the boss fight with Ganon and it's like, oh, this thing's randomly back. Yeah. Where I've got a grab on to i guess it's it's ganon's horns or whatever he's got tusks because he's yeah, like a big pig yeah. yeah and and it was at that moment it was like oh that's kind of cool because i had almost forgotten about it and now here it is again yeah. so it was important even though i would have been fine with it not being there <laughs> yeah i i think that's what made it so difficult for me is i i had forgotten about this mechanic and I had no idea how to attack him. And so, like, I, I think I I game over, like, at least twice and before mm -hmm. I gave up and Googled it. I was like, how the heck do I beat this guy? <laughs> yeah. And uh, finally, like, like, I saw that and I was like, that is so dumb and I hate this. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's go. <laughs> and then I beat him. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that was on the Wii version. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, so what what do you think of uh, what's his name Zant? Man, he had so much potential. Yeah, like he seemed so cool, and then in the end, he just ended up being a big idiot. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And I was so upset over that. And, and I mean, I, was, I, I, I couldn't be super mad that they, you know, tied in Ganon, but it almost seemed like an afterthought. Like, yeah. like once I beat the game, I was like, Ganon shouldn't have been the final boss. Right. Like, it should have been Zant. And, and I would have been okay with Zant. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I mean, the, you're right the ganon being added it was almost like they got all the way to the end of writing the story and they're like well ganon's not in this we need to we need to find a way to shovel him in here somehow and it it was kind of cool you know he he was on trial or something and his sentence was but of course i guess it's really just another way of telling the same story that zelda's been telling for the last 30 years a bunch of people got together and banished him to the the dark world and now he's using someone on the other side like i don't know through mind control or or just manipulating them into ultimately freeing him um and it, it had but i guess like oh and, and this it's i guess it's important to point out this is the only game in the series that's rated t Yes, it's very, very dark, and and that's not to say that other games didn't get dark. Because let's be real, Majora's Mask is messed up. Oh yeah, <laughs> that game. Like, I'm surprised that game's not rated T. Um, yeah, uh, there's weird stuff in that game, but th- this is the only game that, that's rated T. It's it's very, very dark and brooding, I guess. You could say, even though it's still got that lighthearted Zelda ness to it, especially uh, what's that thing's name, Midna. Oh yeah, Midna's very childish and and like weirdly joyful mm-hmm. throughout. She's the like game. way too happy for how bad her situation is, right? <laughs> and and for a while, like then when the game finally does that big reveal of she is the. She is the the princess. She's the Twilight Princess. Right. Yes. Even though the I think real early in the game, she makes a reference that kind of makes it seem like Zelda is the Twilight Princess. Yeah. And it's like, oh wait, no, it it's you. And then when you finally learn about her situation, you're like, why are you? Why are you the way that you are? You're so happy and no one would blame you for just giving up and yeah. being like, well, maybe she's gone crazy. Right. <laughs> so uh, it's, um, it is a great story while we're talking about the story where, um, cause I, I, I feel like this game again, because of the long tutorial and kind of the, the half hearted shoehorning in of motion controls that they did with the Wii. I do feel like this game gets more, at least at the time, it got more flack than it deserved. I, I suppose maybe now that we're we're ten years away from the game and people look back on it, I don't think people look back on it quite as badly as they did when it when it came out. But like, where where in the in in Zelda would you like? Is this on your list of favorite games, or is it somewhere toward the bottom for you? Like. Um, I don't. I don't want you to like sit here and, and list out. Well, here's my top ten Zelda games. But. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I I don't think it's it's in the top five for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it. I actually have a list. I took some 
quiz online, you know, this, I don't know how you, it, it happened, but oh, I, I know what it was. I took some quiz that said, we can guess your top 20 games based on, you know, your likes and dislikes. And I was like, okay, hmm. fine. And it gave me a list and I was like, okay, this is actually pretty accurate to me. So yeah. I kept it and I don't remember if it ended up being in my top 20 games or not. And so I'm trying to find that right now. Um, and yeah, I'm not finding it, but mm -hmm. I, it's definitely, it's, in it's in my top ten Zelda games, but I would, don't think it's top five. Yeah, because there, there. Yeah, a link to the past, an Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, and Link's Awakening. Like those are those are probably my top five. Right. Yeah, I would. I don't. Yeah, I'm. I'm in the same boat as you. I wouldn't put it in my my top five. Though Wind Waker would be in my top five. Maybe instead of Link's Awakening, although I love Link's Awakening, it's a great game. Um, okay, so I found the list finally. Okay, um, <laughs> it's number seven. Okay, of uh, my top twenty. So, what I guess it would be in my top. It's probably number five out of the top five. Then. Yeah. So it's it's yeah. I really like the game. Uh, I especially like the world. The world is is very interesting and 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 strange. And there's a, uh, I think it's in this game. There's a side quest where like, aren't there a bunch of aliens stealing cows? That's Majora's Mask. Oh, that other weird Dark Zelda game. <laughs> okay, isn't there something weird at 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 a farm in this game though? Maybe not. Um, you have to round up the sheep. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm, okay, maybe I am just thinking of of Majora's Mask. It's <laughs> so weird. Uh, I know something weird that happens in Twilight Princess is you meet a Yeti and his wife. I don't know if I remember that. Is that a side when quest? Up the mountain and in the snow level. Man, I need to play this game again. Really, you don't remember the yeah, snow? I don't section? remember that. You're in the mansion. He, the Yeti lives in the mansion on top of the mountain. Oh yeah, because I remember I didn't like that. You, you go through the 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 mansion castle thing, and I don't remember liking that dungeon. Very yeah, it's much not at the all. best dungeon, but it, I mean, it definitely sticks in my mind. Yeah, like, like this is so weird. Like right. it's very Zelda. <laughs> yeah, it is very Zelda. Speaking of uh, aliens kidnapping cows. Uh, have you watched any of the the making of Breath of the Wild stuff that they've put up on YouTube? No, I wanted to remain spoiler free. Yeah, I watched the first one. I haven't watched any of the rest of them. And they they said they had a like like a, a forum that all the developers could use. And when they sat down to start making the game, uh, Aonuma and Miyamoto told all the developers, "Okay, no idea is bad." If you've got an idea for Breath of the Wild, we want to hear it. And one of the ideas was aliens that come in and take cows from a ranch. And I was like, you know, I know that this team is actually a pretty young team at Nintendo. And I'm curious to know if this guy played Majora's Mask and that's where he got it. 
or if he just thought of it on his own and has no idea that this has already been done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know, so, I think it would have been a nice nod to Majora's Mask mm -hmm. if they brought back that minigame. Yeah, that would have been... Because there is a day-night cycle. Yes, there is. It's, uh... That game is so good. I actually can't. Okay. I can't wait for Breath of the Wild to be old enough for us to talk about on this show. <laughs> yeah, ten years from now, we're going to be yeah, talking about probably, Breath of the Wild. It'll be so good. On 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 March third, twenty two or twenty twenty seven. Twenty twenty seven. Yep. <laughs> we're going to be like, all right, it's a ten year anniversary. Yes. So when they released Breath of the Wild eight K. Or, <laughs> or whatever K or whatever on when we have VR. They're going to do VR correctly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so music. I really like the music in this game. Oh uh, my gosh, the orchestral theme for that, like the opening. Well, not yeah. even the opening. I guess the Hyrule Field, like the orchestral theme of that. I, mm -hmm. It's one of my favorite Zelda songs ever. Like, yep. I know I really love like Ballad of the Windfish from Link's Awakening. I talk about that a lot. I I really like um, the the water song from Ocarina of Time. <laughs> wow, yeah. it's, I love this song and I can't remember what it's yeah. called. Yeah, <laughs> 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 better. And then like the couples theme from Majora's Mask. That's also really good. But mm -hmm. um, gosh, just like. I get chills when I listen to like the opening theme of Twilight Princess. Like it's just so good, especially the orchestral version from the bell. Uh, what is it called? Something of the Goddesses. Symphony of the Goddesses. Symphony yeah. of the Goddesses. Mm -hmm. Yes, so good. See that that was one thing about the Twilight Princess HD that I was kind of disappointed by. So you know, in the GameCube and the Wii version, it's all it, it's still a synthesizer. It just sounds yeah. really good and i was like man if if i wanted them to change anything about twilight princess hd i would maybe not go in and orchestrate the entire soundtrack because that would have taken a long time and been really expensive but key songs orchestrate mm -hmm. the the title sequence orchestrate hyrule field things like that and that i think was because because yeah the title sequence is is beautiful but that choir is obviously a fake choir it's yeah it's just not quite good enough to sound like the real deal and yes, that you was can, you can tell it's just sampling and not right. actual voices mm -hmm. i mean it's at least still if your ear is good enough like ours <laughs> right it's still good it's still beautiful i still yeah. like it but i it's i wish that they would have put a little bit more and, and i also recognize that the real reason i don't know about wind waker hd but the real reason twilight princess hd exists is because nintendo kept having to push back breath of the wild and they're like we we gotta give these guys something so yeah. here <laughs> have this so yeah they, they probably found a, a dev team and they're like port this game now <laughs> right please do it and they, they actually did a really good job because they did a lot of retexturing it wasn't mm -hmm. just like up -resing. And so I, I'm very happy with the HD version. Yeah. I feel like taking Wind Waker into HD, would, and, and I'm, I'm not a developer. I'm not an artist. I, I 
don't actually know. I'm just speculating. I would imagine that game was easier to bump up to HD just because of the art style. And and Twilight Princess would have been way more complicated because you're you're trying to make it more realistic and and actually I think some I was seeing like people getting close ups of some of the textures and being like, Oh, this is from from this game and and I'm like, Okay, so did we just not see that in the original version because it wasn't there or because that was in four eighty P and we couldn't tell. Yeah. No idea. Um but yeah, it's a good and and now now that I'm thinking about that, what timeline is this game in? I um, it's I don't have my book near me. Oh gosh, let's look this up. Wind Waker is the hero is when the hero doesn't return, so it's the adult Link timeline. Uh huh. Yeah. So this is the hero succeeds. So this is the Young Link timeline. So this is after Majora's Mask. It's about, it's, it's supposed to be like 100 years after the events of Ocarina of Time. So 100, so 97 years after Majora's Mask, because that's the mm -hmm. same timeline as Young Link. Yeah. Here succeeds. Okay. Okay, yeah. Twilight Princess. If I remember correctly. So Link, wait a minute. This doesn't seem right. So I'm just looking at a graphic that I found on the internet. It's not actually a scan of the book. Hmm. And it's, so they've got Link dies after Ocarina of Time. That, it has, that the next game is A Link to the Past. Yeah. And then the Oracle games. Yeah. Then Link's Awakening. Yeah. Then the first one, then the Adventure of Link. Yeah. That's, okay, that's. So, the hero dies. Like, there's the hero yeah. succeeds, mm -hmm. the hero fails, and the hero dies. The hero dies right. is like a separate universe, pretty much. So, Link goes back to warn Zelda, is what this. Yeah, so that's, that's what it titled this. So, that after that. I would call it the hero succeeds. Okay, the hero succeeds. Well, but see, yeah. then there's also Link defeats Ganon. What is that? What? Okay. Oh, that, that would be like the hero fails. So, like, when adult Link, at seven years later, because the world is destroyed. Okay, yeah. So in that timeline, it's got all the the Toon Link games, so Wind Waker, Phantom Hourglass, yeah. and Spirit Tracks. So this is in Link goes back to Warren Zelda, Majora's yeah. Max, then Twilight Princess, and then the Four Swords games. Oh, the Four Swords are in this. I yeah. didn't know that. It's according to this graphic. So I was hoping to find an actual picture of a scan I, from. Oh, here's one that's a scan of the. Uh, I think that the Zelda timeline is kind of ludicrous. It seemed like a good idea when it was just a fan theory, and then Nintendo actually like put their stamp of approval on it. Right. And I was like, I I don't like this anymore. <laughs> it doesn't seem right. Yeah, I I liked the idea of, and I feel like there's a name for this, but when when people are telling the same story, but they have their own spin on it. That's how I liked looking at the series. Yes. Every time you play a Zelda game, you're essentially just playing this family or this time period's version of that story. And yeah, sure, some of them are wildly different. Like, obviously, Wind Waker. For some reason, those people's version of the story, Hyrule is completely submerged in water. Where the heck did that come from? I don't know. It doesn't matter. The game's fine. <laughs> 
Um, but that that's what I liked looking at it. And then and then when yeah, when this when this timeline came out, and and not just that there's a timeline, but that there's a there is a world where in Ocarina of Time, Link fails. Yeah. Like, what? Where did that come from? <laughs> but I mean, I, I guess in its own weird way, it, it they made it work, whether I like it or not. So, so now the big question is, in what timeline does Breath of the Wild fit? Because it seems like there's things from all three timelines yeah. are in it. You got the Koroks, which of course are the, the Toon Link timeline. Um, there's a lot of it link in this definitely looks very similar to the link in the link to the past. Cause he's got the little, the, the hairdo where the, yeah. whatever, they're not really sideburns. Cause they're not. That's what they, they call them in link between worlds. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's maybe they'll just be like, ah, it doesn't fit the timeline. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think it fits in the timeline. And I think we need to throw out the timeline because of Breath of the Wild mm-hmm. <laughs> and just say they're all separate games. Yeah. It makes more sense that way. Right. I feel like it would it would be like if Square Enix was like, all right, here's how all the Final Fantasies relate oh, to each other. We're, like, no. no. <laughs> don't. I think they went out a long time ago and said they're all separate universes, <laughs> in the, except for the ones that are actually sequels. Like right. Like 10 and 2 in the 13 trilogy. And like... <laughs> And the, the there's like a saga around six, isn't there? Something or is it? Uh, no, four. Yes, four eventually a... got a sequel that was on for a while. It was exclusive to WiiWare of all things. Yeah, and then I think eventually it came out on Steam and maybe PSN. I don't think. Well, it there's like a prequel also. Like the, the, there's if there in the PSP version, there's like a whole set of games for Final Fantasy four. Oh. Maybe there is. Yeah, like there, there, there's, there's the After Years, which was the mm-hmm. sequel, and there's something else, like the Prelude, like Final Fantasy IV Prelude, I think oh. is what it's called. And there's, yeah, sorry, I know a lot about RPGs, even though I don't play them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I keep getting told I need to play Final Fantasy XV, and I'm just like, I don't know. I gave up on Final Fantasy after ten. Okay. But how every fan works for Fantasy is okay. Maybe the next one's gonna be really good, and then they get disappointed. Like yep. it's been that way ever since. Uh, third, well, ten, I guess, depending on how you look at it. Not well, yeah, because cause I know a lot of people whose favorite Final Fantasy is ten, and ten to me was the one that made me go, "No, I'm done. I don't yeah. care about this at all." anymore now i am so even though i got off the final fantasy cycle i'm still on the sonic the hedgehog cycle <laughs> so, you know sonic mania is coming up and i'm like no this is gonna be it this, this is, is gonna, gonna be, be the one yeah. <laughs> you know what i found you know what i found is the 3d sonic games just aren't as good as the 2d sonic games. yes it's absolutely true and, and, the, and the best 3d sonic game is the one where half of it's actually a side scroller, and that's Sonic Generations. Sonic Generations, I actually have that game. It, it, it's it's pretty good. Yeah, it's not, it's not amazing, but it's pretty good. And most yeah. of that game is a side scroller. Yep. So yeah, so I'm excited for Sonic Mania, and and I'll since it looks like that the one that doesn't really have a title yet that's supposed to come out this year. What do they just call it? Sonic Project 2017 or something. It sure. looks like a sequel to Sonic Generation, so I'll I'll probably wind up blowing money on that and 
seeing how that works. But yeah, I love the the cycles because you, you got there's the Sonic cycle. I guess there's the Final Fantasy cycle. You have uh, the Doctor Who cycle. You know, I, yeah. I hate this new guy, but now I like him. <laughs> of course, I never got out of the I hate this new guy with my experience with it. Yeah, you, you watched ones with nine and then 10 came along and you're like, I hate him. Yeah, <laughs> you never watched that. anymore. Right? No, because uh, it was when um, and if, if for some reason you're worried about Doctor Who spoilers, I guess go away for about 60 seconds and come back after 10 uh, Rose gets sent off to that other dimension and he can't save her. That was the last episode I've seen. I haven't gone oh, back. Oh, really? I've had no desire whatsoever to go back and watch it. Okay, so really, who you liked, it wasn't even the Doctor. You liked Rose. I did like Rose. I guess I liked Eccleston better than, than I did Tenet. And I have an argument for that. I, I felt like... So the and and people have tried to explain to me that it's actually nine is played by his name Christopher. I know his last name is Eccleston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christopher Eccleston. Um, Doctor Who fans tell me that he's actually the the odd one in the group because he his character of Doctor Who was so serious, whereas the other people who play him, it seems to be that 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 much more childlike whimsicalness and that was actually what i didn't like about tenant because i felt like here's this guy with all of this power and the ability to go in back in time and and change so much and he's a freaking four-year-old yeah and i hated it <laughs> and he, i just never got back. he doesn't actually seem like a hero he's just kind of traveling like a tourist almost yeah and that that's and what i did i will say there is an episode with tenant where the companion isn't really around mm -hmm. it's just the doctor being clever and it's actually really good yeah um and it's it's the episode that that made me want to get into doctor who i just saw it randomly on sci-fi channel one day and i was like maybe i should look up this show because it was yeah. and then i found out that he usually has a companion and i was like oh this is not at all what i thought it would be <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, but it, it wasn't bad. Like, yeah, and I do like I do like Eccleston number nine, the best. Yeah. Um, He's a boy. When I got into the show, he was the first one that I watched, and you, know, right. you always remember your first Doctor. <laughs> and so, mm. wow, that was a big tangent. <laughs> yeah, I know. I got from Zelda to. We're supposed to be talking about Zelda. Uh -huh. So speaking of timelines and time travel, um, <laughs> uh, Twilight princess doesn't have any <laughs> time That's travel true even though it is a spiritual successor to ocarina of time which does have time travel it's all about time travel mm -hmm. it suffers from of time itis <laughs> yep because <laughs> there's the obviously the ocarina of time there's the door of time there's the song of time there's the pedestal of time <laughs> the, yep. that the, the temple of time sort of sitting in and <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, it, it's so what we're talking about that it's weird how when you when you think about Zelda, there's like this this formula you go. Now that formula has just been completely thrown out the window with the latest game. But, you know, yeah. I'll find three things, pull the sword, go find seven or eight or however many 
more things it is yeah uh yeah and, and and when you're after you pull the sword and you're finding the other things usually you are in what, what they would call the dark world but then i got thinking about like that and i'm like well how many times has that actually been done because in ocarina of time you're not in a dark world you're just in the future and it's real crappy yeah but you're still in regular old hyrule and in Wind Waker, there's no dark world anything. No. There's you, the... Um, gosh. I guess, like, when you go to Hyrule, like, it's under the sea, but it's not really dark or you're yeah, not there for very long. You're really only there for the final boss battle. You don't spend... Well, you are there two times. Because you have to... You find the Master Sword down there. Yeah, that's true. And then, and then, but then you like almost immediately go back to the surface, right? And and then you go back down once Hyrule is open to defeat Ganon. Like, mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. Now, of course, in Twilight Princess, you're constantly bouncing back and forth between the the two. So much like you do in A Link to the Past, because even when you get to the Dark World, you're not strictly in the dark world it's it's you know i gotta go here in the light world and do this and go back to the dark to the dark world and and all that stuff and and so i got i got wondering like why do we think why do we associate this with the series when it it really hasn't been done that much maybe it's just because the really big popular games do it and so we're like, oh, this, this is Zelda. Yeah, I mean, it was that the formula was established in, in Link to the Past and mm -hmm. solidified in Ocarina of Time. And so I guess that's why, because Ocarina of Time was like this big deal for for gamers. Yeah, you know. Um. So like it's yeah. I I know they 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 really kind of went with it like this light world and dark world with but twilight princess like mm -hmm. literally what they call them just like in a link of the past and i know with a link between worlds they i mean that's just a remake of a link to the past really. right and it's high rule and low rule haha ha, nice pun mm. um <laughs> you know um yeah and it's yeah i guess yeah it's just the big games because you look at the um the handheld games like a link to the a link's awakening like there's no dark world in that you right. you don't even leave the island mm -hmm. like you're just traveling around in the same place or right. where else uh, the the oracle games yeah it's two games but it's two different places it's not like oracle of ages well i guess oracle of ages you do time travel mm -hmm. between like the past and the future and depending on where you are things are all messed up but i don't know yeah yeah, Oracle Seasons, like, you know, it's a different game. You're on a different, you're in a different land. Like, it's, you change seasons, but you, you don't really go anywhere. Yeah, you're not time traveling. The Four Swords, you're traveling over a version of Hyrule. Um, mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of other ones. There's Spirit Tracks, you're traveling over <laughs> like, training. Yeah. I haven't played that game, but... Um, what was the one that came before it? Well, there's Phantom Hourglass. Yeah. That's that's like new Hyrule, 
Um, and, and then, then where's, where's Minish Cap fit Cap. in? Yeah, I have no idea. I think Minish Cap is because Phantom Hourglass is supposed to be right after Wind Waker, I think, because mm-hmm. like they sail off at the end of Wind Waker, and and so Phantom Hourglass, like the new Hyrule, is established after they've sailed off. Yeah. And um, gosh, so yeah, where does Minish Cap fit in this? I don't know. So in in the in in the Toon Link games, yeah, are they all the same link? No. Okay. Because um, the only one I've played is Wind Waker. I haven't played though. So. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure Phantom Hourglass is the same link. I haven't really played them either. Mm-hmm. But I know Spirit Tracks takes place um, years later because they developed tame train technology. So it's a different link. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Zelda's weird. It is. But we like it because we keep buying it and playing it and clamoring for it. And it doesn't have a, a I hate it cycle like Final Fantasy. That's or... true. There, there's not really a this is going to be the one. No, because they're all. I mean, they're all the one. Some of them aren't as good yeah. as others, but none of them are like, oh, that was terrible. Why does that exist? At least not that I can think of. I can't think of one that I've played. Well, I guess there are some people out there that would say the adventure of Link is bad. And should not be a thing. <laughs> but, it's not a bad game. It's just not a game I would enjoy. Yeah, that's how that's how I feel about. So I, I, I traded. I know I've told this story. I traded my PS4 in for my Switch, and I kept my Xbox One. And and you know, I just keep telling people like, look, it's just I'm more interested in what's coming out for the Xbox than I am for the PlayStation. And then I get that. Why don't you like? Why do you think PlayStation games are bad? And I went, I, I didn't say that. I'm sure that oh. Horizon Zero Dawn or whatever it's called, I'm sure it's amazing. I'm just not interested. That doesn't mean I think it's bad. I just don't care. I don't like yeah. Killzone. I don't like, you know, that does that mean? Well, I guess most shooter fans don't like Killzone, so maybe I could argue that well, I think Killzone is a bad game. You, but. you said you didn't like The Last of Us. Nope. Didn't yeah. like it. I'm not gonna sit here and say that because somebody does like it that they're wrong. Yeah. Now I, I did, and do still make the case that all the like perfect scores that it got. I'm like I have no idea where that came from because that that game is far from what I would consider to be a ten out of ten. But I think it's reasonable that it's a seven or eight or even a nine out of ten. Yeah. And, and actually, um, when when Breath of the Wild was getting all those perfect scores, and then uh, what's his name? That guy that gave it a seven, and everyone lost their mind over it because it it that score lowered it on Metacritic. Because oh, yeah. um, it had a perfect score on Metacritic for a while. Yeah, that guy came along. Right, <laughs> and, and and when I now I haven't read his review, but I know he gave it a he gave it a seven out of ten on his scale, and. There are certainly things about Breath of the Wild that I I don't know that if I were in a position where I was having to give it a review score that I would have these things would have knocked it down for me, but I get it. Like um, there are things there, there's just changes that were made. There's a lot of changes from Breath of the Wild, you know, from the previous games in the series that i'm like okay i get this this feels really good 
I like this. But there's other things they changed, and I'm like, I don't know why you messed with that. There was nothing wrong with it the way that it was before, and I don't see that what you changed about it for this game added anything. And actually, I'm going to go ahead and say, I don't understand why there's a jump button. I've, yeah, I've never come across a place where I've wanted to jump where Link wouldn't have just done it automatically in one of the old games. It's never happened that I can yeah. think of. The, uh, you know, because there's, because now the, uh, you know, you Z target and you want to do the jump attack. Well, now that's two buttons. It used to be one button. Yeah. You I have to. Know. You have to Z target, you have to hit jump, and then attack. And then you have to attack. And it used to just be an attack button. Um, most of the time when I want to jump, it's to jump up to a ledge. Link used to do that automatically. It's to jump off a ledge. Link used to do that automatically. Or it's to climb something. Link used to do that automatically. I don't... So when I look at it, and like, this isn't a platformer. So I... Like, as far as I'm concerned, jump is just taking up a button press on on the controller and i now i and i and i don't know why it's there now again i'm not saying that that makes this game worse than other games it's just a design decision that i'm like i don't know why you did this well it doesn't i mean make any you sense look at me. a lot of the other open world games and it's <clears throat> it's kind of similar like they it's not a platformer but there's a dedicated jump button and it's it's used a lot of times for like vaulting over things or jumping on top of things, which you know they figured out how to do automatically a long time ago in Zelda. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know, maybe they're just trying to make it more like other games where there's a dedicated button for it. Right. And, and you know that could be. I also miss, um, and I realize it's not a super big deal in this game because all of your items are weapons. So, like, I guess all of your items are already mapped to a button. Yeah. But, like, I kind of miss having those. Here's three items that... You know, like, boomerangs in this game aren't strictly boomerangs. Yeah, they're melee weapons. They, they're melee yeah. weapons that if you happened... See, and this was something I didn't do. April, my wife, was the one who said, oh, yeah, I threw a boomerang and it came back to me. And I'm like, why didn't I think to do that? I just failed <laughs> away on people because I'm like, oh, this boomerang is a sword now somehow. <laughs> and it yeah. just, I never thought to throw it. And then in this game, when you throw it, you you actually have to be standing somewhere where it's going to come back. It's not like in the previous Zeldas where you could yeah. throw it and it didn't matter where you were. It would come back to you. Um, and so that's neat. And you have to catch it. Do you? I still haven't thrown one. Yeah, when you throw a boomerang. Okay. You can't really move a whole lot. Like, you have to, you know, that there's like a throw button. You have to hold the throw button, yeah, mm -hmm. right? And then release it to throw. You may or may not hit your target. Right. And you have, yeah, you can't move very much. And then you have to catch it. You have to press the A button to catch it. Okay. <laughs> and, and so you're pretty vulnerable the whole time. Like, it's flying through the air. Right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. What else is, is, problem with the boomerangs um the durability like it's very possible oh. that when you throw it it'll break yeah and that's 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 a mechanic that i thought the longer and now the longer i play the less annoyed by it i am yeah 
but I'm still annoyed by it. I'm like, no, yeah. I, this is something that I wish I like, I'm, I'm okay that it's there for people who like it, but I wish something existed in the game that was like, this won't break. And, and that's something I, that I don't have to deal with if I don't want to. And unfortunately, and actually, so I said this was going to be spoiler free, but if you, if you listened to what I just said, you probably pieced together that that meant that the one sword in the game you would think doesn't break still kind of follows the rules of that mechanic. And that's, I think is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just me. Um, but then there's other things that I just miss. Like, I walked into Kakariko Town and I didn't hear da 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 da. It was a new song. And yeah, like, it was. Oh, that was weird. I mean, they they did they keep that for uh, Twilight Princess. Yes, it's okay. it's played on a flute and it's very very different. But that theme yes. is still in it. Yes. Um, and so that's. Again, most of the most of the things that I'm complaining about here are not things that would make me go, "Oh no, this is a it's a nine out of 10. It, no, I I still think that the game that Nintendo created is about as close to perfect as it could possibly be. All of the things that I'm complaining about are really just because Zelda has a 30 year history, and so if this were a new IP, none of this stuff would be bothering me. I understand that, and so I don't look at it as reasons to knock the game. They're just things that I miss that I wish were still in. Like, I liked that when I went into uh, Zora's Domain, they still kind of played the Zora music. Yes. Like, oh, this is familiar. Yeah, I like You this. heard the harp starting right. it out, and yeah. And it, and it's fun, and it's just, but Kakarika Village was different. Um, there's, there's no Hyrule theme. Yeah. There's not really music at all. Unless you're, I mean, like, there's some you hear little piano trills and, and things like Depending that. Depending on the weather, like the music changes. Oh, dude, the weather in the game is freaking amazing. It's it's not really amazing when you're halfway up a mountain and it starts raining. It starts raining. <laughs> you can't do anything about it. Yeah. And because it's raining, you can't light a fire for the weather to wait for the weather to go by. Yeah. So. Uh, so to, to kind of bring it back around to, to Twilight Princess, uh, a question was asked on another podcast that I listened to, and, and I wanted to kind of talk about it. It was, with Breath of the Wild being what it is, as big as it is, can we go back to how Zelda used to be? Oh, man. See, and I always thought Twilight Princess was a really big Zelda game. Mm -hmm. Because, like, you get out there on your horse, and it's just wide open fields, and it's like... You know, it takes a few minutes to get, like, from, I don't know, the forest all the way up to the castle town. Like, right. it's a big game to me. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, now, at the time, it seemed. And now, like, in Breath of the Wild, you could ride for almost an hour from one end of the map to the other. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, well, I, I've spent so much time in this game and not done probably anywhere close to half of what there is to do. And for as I, much time as I've spent in this game, I could have beaten two other Zelda games. I'm curious. Um, it does kind of track how many hours you put into the game. Yeah, a little bit. Um, kind of. 
if you have the parental control app on your phone, that weirdly gives you more information about that than the Switch itself does. All right. So I've played 70 hours or more, and mm. I'm not even a quarter of the way through the game. Because <laughs> I've just been farting around so much. <laughs> like, mm. Yeah. Uh, that did not happen in Twilight Princess. And right. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. So I... I've thought about this question because I'm, I'm kind of, well, and actually for a while I had assumed that we're probably not going to get Zelda after Zelda after Zelda that's this big because the, the development cycle was really long. It was really expensive. It's not something that Nintendo generally likes doing. I mean, Majora's Mask literally exists because they wanted to reuse as much of Ocarina of Time as they possibly could. Well, keep the budget under yeah the, under the directive was we want to make a new zelda game okay make it for as cheap as possible yeah <laughs> and so that's not to say that nintendo is not okay spending a whole bunch of money on something new but considering how much money they spent on making breath of the wild i just couldn't imagine that like okay the next one we're gonna get is gonna take five years to make and all this stuff but in an interview recently, um, E.G. Aonuma said, yeah, 3D Zeldas are probably going to be like this going forward. And so I was like, well, okay, my assumption was wrong. Now, of course, we're going to still get your top-down 2D Zeldas. And, and maybe that's what's going to scratch my Zelda itch. But I don't, like, for as much as I'm loving Breath of the Wild, and I, I love the little nods, like, I like finding the Koroks. I like, when I found the uh, the Master Sword, I wasn't looking for it. I didn't even occur to me that I was in the area that it probably was in. I just turned a corner, and I'm like, what the heck? There's There it is. It's just there. Now, I I didn't have what was necessary for me to pull it, yet so i wasn't able to do anything yeah. with it, but like i, I know that, where it is that post it was kind of funny yeah um so 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 there's all that but there's there are things about like the shrines are great and the divine beasts are great but there's something about walking into the forest temple for the first time and knowing i'm gonna be in here for anywhere between 30 minutes and an hour trying to get through this to get the puzzles i'm gonna i'm gonna find this item like i miss the hook shot i render i understand why the hook oh. shot doesn't make any sense in this world that it's breath of the wild but i miss having it there was really especially especially in twilight princess twilight like, princess the, the double claw the, shot the double claw like shot was Skyward so Sword. awesome it's oh my god so you get to be spider-man yeah it was so freaking amazing the first time i hook on something and i'm like wait like from right here i can go somewhere else this is so cool. <laughs> yes. Um, and, and and even though you've got the paraglider in Breath of the Wild and you can climb up anything, those are still very slow ways of traveling. The hook shot is I grab onto something and within a second I'm over there. Mm -hmm. There's nothing like that, at least not that I've come across. And Breath of the Wild is so big for all I know. I will find something that serves that purpose, but I haven't seen anything like it yet, and I don't think it's there. I don't think um, so either. I do miss there's there is something weirdly comforting about like we, we complain about too much familiarity, but there's there's something nice about a little bit of it. Like that first time you you wake up 
from whatever wakes you up, whether it's Zelda's talking to you in a dream or the world's most annoying fairy passed down your door. And, and then like within 10 or 15 minutes, you found your first sword and you know, okay, I'm, this sword is going to be with me for the next several hours. And in breath of the wild, everything's just, Oh, you found the sword. And it's probably going to break in five minutes. You don't, <laughs> you don't gain any kind of like attachment to anything because you can't, because it's going to break. Yeah. Um, everything is disposable in Breath of the Wild. Even horses, to an extent, are disposable. You lose your yeah. horse, you just go catch another one. <laughs> like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I, I miss the kind of weird attachment that I would get to, like in, in every. Zelda game, I have a favorite item. I don't really have that in this. I have favorite types of items, I guess, but there's not one in particular that I'm like, no, this is this is my thing, and this is what I like. So yeah, so I. What is your favorite item in in Twilight Princess? Is it the double claw shots? Oh yeah, easily. Yeah. Okay. No question about that. I like. I, I liked the boomerang. How they kind of made it fit. Like like why it always comes back to you and why it picks up items mm -hmm. is that it's possessed by a wind fairy. Yeah, I liked that idea. It's like it, okay, it makes sense within the world because right. like you look at other Zelda games and it's like okay, boomerangs don't pick up things in real life, <laughs> and they don't always come back to you no matter where you are. You like they 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 fly in an arc. <laughs> right, they come back to where they were thrown, not to where you are. Mm -hmm. And and I also miss and I, I realize this apparently happens way more often than than I real than I am aware of because I don't sit around doing it very much. But that feeling of cutting grass and there's just money there. Or there's just yeah. health there. Or I realize there this are game, things in the grass in Breath of the Wild. Yes. And it was something that I actually had to have April tell me because she's like, Oh yeah, I, I cut grass down and I found this thing and I'm like, I guess I just haven't stopped to cut the grass. I, I, I thought it by was accident. I was like fighting an enemy in tall grass, and like it's like, what? <laughs> Where yeah. did that come from? <laughs> right, and I and I don't know, and I, I realized that you know they, oh, and, and okay, so you know everything in this game, down you know weapons, monster parts, whatever it is, to pick it up, you have to press A. Oh yeah. Except rupees. Yep. You don't have to push A to pick up rupees, and it's like it's, that's, you that's just weird. automatically pick them up. You just pick them up. Why isn't everything like this? I mean, I get why weapons aren't like that. You might not want the weapon, but yeah. like bokoblin guts. Well, like, obviously, of, I don't want. Of course, them. <laughs> I have three hundred of them, and I still want more. Like, yeah. come on, <laughs> there's not a limit to how many of these things I can pick up. Now, picking up lizards and bugs and stuff. Well, that I get because. Heck, sometimes I don't even know I'm near one until the game's like, hey, push A to grab this. And I push A to grab one. We do it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I do it. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even know that was there. Yeah. Um, you just see the prompt. You're like, hey, yes, what is it? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, I miss the that feeling of, you know, I, 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 and it's it's more of a thing and I guess in top down Zelda's because of the view, but it, hap it would happen in Ocarina of Time. You'd walk into a new area and you'd be like, oh, there's a piece of a heart over here. How do I get there? And I don't, I don't have that feeling in Breath of the Wild. So I guess what I'm trying to say is to the question: Can we go back to the way Zelda used to be? I absolutely could, because there are things Breath of the Wild's not doing that it's just not. Like I said, it's not 
certain things about the Zelda itch are not being scratched by this game. That's not a bad thing. It just means I would absolutely be fine with Nintendo being like, okay, we're going to make Ocarina of Time 2, or I guess 3, because Twilight Princess is Ocarina of Time 2. Yeah. <laughs> I would be fine with that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. um. I don't know. I I think I would I would like to see them take Breath of the Wild and like do something different with it. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you're you're not in Hyrule with land surrounding it. You it's somewhere else and you're not fighting Ganon. You're you're on a different quest. Mm -hmm. I think that would be a good thing to do with the with the style of Breath of the Wild, I don't know what to say, with the engine? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, at the same time, I do want a little more familiarity like you got in, in Twilight Princess and Ocarina of Time, those games. Mm -hmm. uh, gosh, because if, if there's a game that I could just pick up and play to completion very easily... Uh, on the N64, it w it's Ocarina of Time. Like, yeah. I've, I've beaten it more times than I can remember. Um, and, like, there's only one other game I can say that about, and it, that's Super Mario World. <laughs> like, yeah. Not Banjo-Kazooie? Not Banjo-Kazooie. I've beaten Banjo-Kazooie six times. <laughs> yeah. And oh, what was I going to say? Now I don't even remember. Yeah, Breath of the Wild is great. Twilight Princess is great. Oh, another weird thing about Twilight Princess, just because I'm thinking about it. Um, this is also the one Zelda game where uh, you you got to collect five pieces of a heart to get the whole heart. Yes, which is which weird. Which makes for more pieces of heart to yeah, get. Yeah, I mean, 20. it's more stuff to find. It's cool, but it's but it's the only different. Yeah, I I I learned about that before I picked up the game, and I was like. I don't know how I feel about this, yeah. but I I really like the way the pieces of heart and the heart containers look in this game. Mm -hmm. Like it's it's a big jewel and it's really cool. I like it. Um, yeah. Although I will say, it's not my favorite heart piece design or pe uh, heart container design. What is your favorite? Um, it's the same one they use in Breath of the Wild. It's a uh, Skyward Sword. Yeah. The heart containers from Skyward Sword and Breath of the Wild. <laughs> Are really really cool looking, mm -hmm. the 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 gold filigree or whatever. It's it's really cool. I like yeah. it. I would like keep something like that in my house. Yeah, like, I've, I've or, seen actual jewelry on Etsy that's designed yeah. after that. And I mean, I'm like that or like a throw pillow that looks like that or something. Yeah, I, I think those exist too. <laughs> Probably, I can't imagine that they wouldn't. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a good game. Yeah, if if you're if you're one of the 14 million people in the world that have a Wii U, definitely get uh, Twilight Princess HD. If you yeah, it's worth it. Have it. It's it's absolutely worth it. Um, and even yeah, Wind Waker HD was was great too. I think we talked about Wind Waker on the show a while back, and yeah, and it's uh, they're they're fantastic games. And okay, so uh, speaking of, we we talked a little bit about the the battle in this. In Twilight Princess, and just how you know the 
the waggle and all that stuff. I do got to say, if they're going to revisit a battle system from this series, I, Wind Waker, I still love the fighting in Wind Waker. The, you can do the dodging and roll uh, around behind them, and I loved it. Wind Waker combat is easy mode, in my opinion. But it's so much fun, and it's flashy, and it looks uh, really cool, and... I just, well, but one of the things that people like Zelda for is the combat is challenging. It's it's yeah, not hard like Dark Souls. Like holy crap, that game is. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> you really know, people like Dark Souls because for the challenge of that. But it's like that's punishingly difficult. Right. Whereas in Zelda, like it's a fun challenge. But in Wind Waker, in my opinion, it was almost too easy it was pretty much there was no challenge. And, and wait for the game to tell you to push a and yeah do that. <laughs> Wind Waker, the combat was not challenging at all it was fun but it wasn't challenging and i didn't like that okay so if they would take if they would do that but do it like they do in breath of the wild because in breath of the wild there's this thing called the flurry attacks oh yeah the the closest thing i can think of to it is uh if you've played bayonetta there's witch time yeah, I'm sure there's other games that do it, but this is the one I'm familiar with. Um, you you wait for an attack to come at you, and you do a dodge at just the right time, and time will slow down, and you can basically just wail away on them. So what the if? Yeah. yeah. So what if they they brought that they brought back the battle system from Wind Waker, but they didn't flash on the screen when you were supposed to do it. You had to judge it for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. flurry attacks and and Breath of the Wild. There's nothing in the game telling you, oh, do this now. In yeah, fact, there's no prompt. It's hard fact, to pull off. If if, uh, if Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword were like the worst hand holding in any Zelda game ever, Breath of the Wild was push you out of a nest and hope you don't die on the way down. It's your uncle throwing you in the pool to right. teach you to swim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, your mom comes up, like, what'd you do that for? Yeah, he'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Except in this game, unlike in real life, if you die, you get to try again. If yeah. you're in the pool, your uncle just goes to jail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, I feel like I could talk about, I could talk about Breath of the Wild all day. Yeah, and, we are trying to talk yeah, about Twilight I Princess. And I think we did happening. a decent job of it. We we haven't moved on to the next section. Really well. I guess we've been talking about the impact of Twilight Princess this whole time about Breath of the Wild without it being formal. Um, Because there are, yeah, I I think Twilight Princess would be the the closest thing. Yeah, okay. If Breath of the Wild is just absolute, oh well, the first Zelda game would be the closest thing to Breath of the Wild because that was truly open. Like Breath of the Wild is Twilight Princess is. It feels incredibly open now. Now I will say when it's it's not super open, it just feels that way because yeah. the map is so big. But it is pretty darn linear because it's definitely pushing you to like you need to go this way. Yeah, I don't think it's quite as as blatant as uh, you first get on on the the boat in Wind Waker and you're like, I'm gonna go wherever I want, and the king's like. Just flat out, no, you can't go there. You need to turn around. <laughs> yep. Um, it's and I don't think Twilight Princess says, uh, where are you going? Way. We need to go over here. And he literally he stops and says, Go that way. Right. <laughs> and 
and then you want to be like, shut up. I make the call the shots around here. <laughs> it's a stupid boat. <laughs> uh, he was the best companion, actually, because he didn't hardly talk to you. That's true. Well, it says he wasn't with you constantly. Yeah. And even, uh, I guess, Midna's constantly with you, but she's not anywhere near as annoying as Navi. Or Fee. Fi. Yeah, or fear, fire, whatever. I heard that, that was... it actually is fi because that's how it's yeah. Japanese. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's how you pronounce Google Fi, their their phone service. Oh, really? Yeah, because oh, it's yeah. fi, and that's that's the first time that I heard like someone with an official capacity pronounce that word, and I went, oh, well, okay. Uh, oh, it was nice um, playing Breath of the Wild and someone tells you to go to Kakariko Village and he pronounced it the way that I pronounce it. And I'm like, oh, yay, I didn't screw that one up. <laughs> yeah, Kakariko, yeah. That's how I've always said it. That's how I've always said it, too. But there are, like, made-up words in video games that, like, the oh, first yeah. time it gets spoken, I go, I've been saying it wrong for 20 years. <laughs> I don't in my life. Okay. I don't know what so, to do anymore. <laughs> tangent. The Russian bear fighter in Street Fighter 2. How do you pronounce his name? Uh, I don't, I don't. You know, know who I'm talking about? Mohawk beard. I yeah, but I let me. I want to. I want to. Yeah, I want to say his name because then you'll say, "Oh yeah, it's pronounced that way." Let's see. Oh wait, man. Uh, street. I just searched Russian bear fighter and I was like, "That's not." That's not right. Okay, yeah. Uh, see, I say Zangief. Okay. Most people say Zangief, uh -huh. but but there are select few that say Zangief because I don't know German pronunciation rules or whatever. But yeah. he's Russian, not German. Right. And in the Sega Genesis version of Street Fighter Two, it actually had voice sampling for all the character names. Okay. So you select your fighter, and it would say the character's name, and it was horrible. But whatever. Because the Genesis sound card was awful. But <laughs> in Genesis, it said Zangaif. Huh. And so the people that say Zangaif are the ones who grew up playing on the Genesis. Yeah. Of the Super Nintendo or Arcade. Because you look at it and you say Zangief. Like, right. come on. And it wasn't until Wreck-It Ralph. Yep. When Zangief said his own name. Mm-hmm. That it was like established that is the pronunciation of Zangief. Mm -hmm. And yeah. What was Sometimes it? it takes like an uh, that kind of thing where like in a game or in a movie, somebody saying the name mm -hmm. for it to be like, yeah, you select few have been saying you're wrong your whole life. Right. <laughs> what is it he says in that? He, he crushes man's skull like yes. spell egg between egg. thighs. <laughs> yes. Right, yeah. Well, the one that everybody was just because you are a bad guy does not mean you are a bad guy. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> or, um, or no, just because you are a bad guy does not mean you are a bad guy. Yeah. yeah. That's how he says it. Or when he's like, thanks, Satan. It's Satan. It's Satan. <laughs> yes. There's that a sequel been, to that movie coming out. And, um, they and I loved the, the first one. But that's one of those movies where I'm like, do we need another one of these? I don't, I don't know. know. They left it open, but it doesn't need one. But it's called Wreck-It Ralph Wrecks the Internet. Ralph Wrecks the Internet. Something like that. Oh, That's what it's it. called. Yeah. It's not Wreck-It Ralph 2. It's Ralph Wrecks the Internet. That's weird. But I remember thinking, do we need another Toy Story? And I really like Toy Story 2 and 3. So Yeah. 
Maybe. I don't know about four though, because Andy's not in it anymore. Yeah, Andy's not in it, and 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 I. Pixar's not always great with their sequels because what didn't need a sequel was Cars. Yeah, it certainly didn't. We're getting Cars three. I know. No, Why? I don't. You know what didn't need a spinoff either was Cars, and it got two of those. <laughs> yeah, but I I actually liked Planes better than Cars. That's not to say I liked Planes. It was still a dumb movie. I just liked it better than Cars. <laughs> Did it get a second one? Planes? Isn't there like a boats or something? Maybe. Oh, that would be so awful. I know Planes got a sequel. It got a fire and rescue. Oh, yeah. They like, like, went straight to... I almost said straight to video, but it probably went straight to streaming these days. Yeah. I don't guess... I guess straight to home was, viewing. Straight to it, you can buy it on video. Yeah. But, um, you know what really needs a sequel? Hmm. The Incredibles. Come on. I like hey. The Incredibles. I like The Incredibles a lot. I don't know that it needs a sequel. Yes, it does. But I do like every superhero movie needs a sequel. Come on, <laughs> it is the best Fantastic Four movie that has ever been made. That is true, <laughs> but to be fair, there are not any actual good Fantastic Four movies. <laughs> I had high hopes for Silver Surfer. I really wanted Rise of the Silver Surfer to be good because he's one of my favorite Marvel characters. Yeah, and it just was not good. I, I'm being cautiously optimistic about the new Spider-Man movie. Because I feel like that's a series that has wronged me too many times he for me really to just... Civil War. He was. But that doesn't mean the movie's going to be any good. Yeah, I know. Because it's still Sony. Yeah, I'm going in with low expectations this time. Because mm. I didn't absolutely hate the new Fantastic Four movie because I went in with low expectations. I don't think I saw it. Because Don't I decided I didn't want to. <laughs> Don't see it. Yeah. Did you see the new Power Rangers movie? No, and everybody keeps telling me it's good, and I'm like, see, I oh, expected people see. to tell me it was okay. I did not expect people to tell me it was good. I have a friend who told me it's a lot like the new Fantastic Four movie in that uh, it's just a lot of buildup. Yeah. Like it's, that's all it is. Like, so... I don't know, maybe. Okay, so here's what needs to happen. So uh, you were talking about The Incredibles. This is what I love about the show, because we're not even talking about video games anymore. <laughs> 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 the Incredibles, you're talking about... So, so Disney owns Pixar. Yep. Disney owns Marvel. Yep. Marvel Cinematic Universe doesn't have access to the Fantastic Four because of Fox, so... So... Just stick The Incredibles in it and let's yeah. and i know people are going to be like well one's live action one's a cartoon no i'm sorry 80 percent of what you see in a marvel movie is cartoon it just yeah. looks realistic yeah. <laughs> there's no reason we couldn't put the incredibles in here and it works just fine so i mean i don't see why they can't find four people to play the incredibles yeah you know the um who who was well no because he plays What's his face? And because I was gonna say, like, The Rock really couldn't be Mister Incredible because he's just not quite the right body type. I mean, he's big, but yeah. Mister Incredible is also kind of—he's got muscles, but he's a little chunky too. So he's I was a little thinking, chunky, and he—he he never did leg day. It's not that he skipped leg day; he never did it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so who I was thinking of was, uh, uh. But he plays what's his name in Guardians of the Galaxy, so he's already a Marvel character. Oh, the guy the, that plays Drax. Yeah, um, uh, he's a wrestler, I think. Um, yeah, I can't remember his name. Yeah, he's an MMA, I, MMA fighter, I thought. Oh, maybe he is. I don't know. 
I don't follow him. Oh, no, I can't remember his name. Is it if, Batista or something? Yes, John Batista. Okay. Yeah, that's it. So, yeah, there's, there's no reason this couldn't happen. Make it happen, Disney. Make Incredibles it happen. Incredibles are just now part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe until Fox, look, you can just keep screwing around with Fantastic Four. Literally nobody cares. Yeah. Was Logan good? I keep hearing it was fantastic. I haven't seen yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because I saw I saw both the other Wolverine specific movies and they were just yeah. I liked the Wolverine. It was not bad. Yeah. Lo uh, Wolverine Origins was terrible. So bad. So bad they what they did to like you you take you get Ryan Reynolds to play Deadpool and you take his mouth away. Wrong with you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, come on. Totally ruined that. And I love how in the Deadpool movie, this this is the biggest mistake I ever made, and it cuts to the action figure of the Wolverine Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking about? I, I have not seen Deadpool, but I've seen, oh, like, my gosh. I've seen that like as a gif or something. I know oh, I, I need yes. to see Deadpool. Okay. I want to see Sorry. it so bad. Anyway. How are we going to bring this back to Twilight Princess? I feel like we should just... I don't know. <laughs> I almost feel so like Link just... is a superhero. Right. And and he doesn't talk. And I guess he does in Breath of the Wild. They do... They There's even a few characters that even hint at that. They're like, oh yeah, he talks. It's just you don't... The only dialogue that you ever see that he has is him answering questions. Yeah, it's well, nothing else happens. See, I've never been of the opinion that Link is mute. He's just a silent protagonist. Yeah. He talks, but you don't ever hear him talk. Mm -hmm. And that that's a Japanese thing. Right. Because Chrono is like that in Chrono Trigger. The yeah. other characters definitely respond to things that he says, even though you have no idea what he said outside of the context that they give. Um, I liked how, and I guess you probably haven't played it since you don't like JRPGs, but in Super Mario RPG, Legend of the Seven Stars, he communicates through miming. Yeah. And it's hilarious. Yeah. In that, yeah. It, it almost seems like Mario is mute in that game. Mm -hmm. yeah, but he's it's just supposed to be the silent protagonist. Yeah. And they, they kept that for the uh, Paper Mario games also. Yeah, Paper Mario yeah. is really good. I don't know about the Mario and Luigi games. I've not seen any of those. I have not played any of them. Yeah. My brother's really big into them, and I feel like Luigi does a lot of talking, and Mario doesn't. Yeah, I know in uh, Paper Mario, Luigi does all the talking. Mm -hmm. really. Excuse me. Yeah. Silent protagonist. He's not mute. Yep. So... You can actually see him in Skyward Sword. He's talking, but like, you know, there's oh. music playing over it. Yeah. And, 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 and like the camera's pulling motion. away. And, Does he have hand motions and stuff? Maybe, well, or maybe he, he's a little animated. Yeah. What it is, is he's explaining what happened to mm. the headmaster. And yeah. so he's like, you know, and then this thing, and then this thing, and da 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 da. And, but like, you don't hear what he's saying. You hardly see his mouth moving. And like, it's an over the shoulder from behind the camera's pulling away. So like, unless you're really paying attention, you won't notice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So does, uh, before we wrap up, cause I do got to go here soon in twilight okay. princess. So, so in, in wind waker, one of the 
benefits to it being a cartoon was how expressive Link's face was. Yes. He'd walk into a room and he'd look at something and his eyes would go over there too. I feel like that happened in Twilight Princess also. It just you wouldn't necessarily notice it quite as well because his face isn't gigantic. Yeah, it's not <laughs> like, as stylized. Yeah. Right. So um were, were they the same engine when we no. had Twilight Princess? No. Okay, I mean obviously the graphics aren't the same, but I didn't know like, if maybe they were running on the yeah. same. Well, they, of course they're not the same engine. The combat's completely different. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So huh. um, anyway. I can't think of a an instance in Twilight Princess where like Link is like super expressive like that in Wind mm-hmm. Waker. I do I think he does talk to the mayor of wherever you start. What's his name? Oh. The guy with like the horns the for eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't he have a wicked mustache too? Yeah. He does. Uh, was it was it oh Oron, yes. The mayor of Oron Village. Yeah. Yeah. Link explains to him like what happened to his daughter. Which, by the way, this is one of the few games where Link actually has a love interest. Like Yeah. Yeah, what's her name? Uh Ilya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's uh that's something that a lot of people who even people I feel like who play Zelda games they think that Link and Zelda are a thing. And it's like, but no, that's, that's, not liter- true. that's literally happened in one of them. And it was the last one. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't even like a long time ago it happened. And you just think it's been that way in every game. No, it literally happened in the most recent one besides the one that came out a month ago. You know, yeah. it's, it's only been a thing for about five years. Yeah. it. It's kind of like because... People have wanted this to happen for so long. They're like, okay, fine. For the 25th anniversary, we'll, we'll make it happen. Yeah. Is almost how it seemed in Skyward Sword. Right. Um, yeah. And it, and it's not even like it's like Link like Zelda, but the feelings aren't mutual or the other way around. There's just no... They're friends. Yeah. If they're even that. Sometimes they're just like... The only reason they know each other at all is because of the situation that they're in. So it even because they're tied to friends, the Triforce, right? So even calling them friends is kind of a stretch. It's really they're acquaintances. Because mm-hmm. um, in in Ocarina of Time, I I kind of always felt like the the daughter at Lon Lon Ranch kind of like yes. Link. Oh, she totally had a thing for him. Yeah, but of course, since Link's so unexpressive in that game, who knows if he felt the same way about her and then in, in twilight princess there's lincoln would you say your name was Ilya. Ilya. uh yeah there's there's no romantic anything in a link to the past um zelda is your uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then uh, and then in uh wind waker i mean they're just kids so they're just yeah. hanging out. She she actually she's kind of tsundere in that she she likes picking on Link. Right. Mm-hmm. She doesn't actually have feelings for him. She just likes being mean to him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which some people would interpret as like, ooh, you feelings. like him, and yeah, but yeah, but no, <laughs> it's, it's nothing. Link's way more interested in finding his sister. Yeah. Than anything related to Zelda at all? So. 
Yeah, that. Oh, so um, and I, I couldn't remember in this game because so there was a little con. I don't even know that I'd call it a controversy because it was stupid. <laughs> but so if you're listening to this, you probably know who Anita Sarkeesian is. <sighs> I leave my opinion of her out of this because I don't want this to turn into me hating on somebody. <laughs> but she tweeted something when Breath of the Wild came out about it being misogynist because it's about a damsel in distress and so i i went back and i was thinking about the zelda games and and in what games she would have even fit that now i while i disagree with the argument that that's what mario and peach's relationship is i think if you just look on the surface of those games sure that there's an argument to be made there but in zelda in most of the games Link is incapable of defeating Ganon without her help. Yep. Similarly, she's incapable of defeating Ganon without Link. They need each other. And and the, the, the game that I can think of that this happens the most prominently in um, is Ocarina of Time. You, you, you defeat Ganondorf, the castle crumbles, he comes back as... Ganon, Ganon and, and yeah. you're fighting him and there comes a point when Zelda actually has to hold him down with her power so because I think what it is is didn't Ganon knock the master sword out of Link's hand yeah he, yeah. yeah he knocks out and and you gotta go get it right um I feel like it, is that something that happens in Twilight Princess because again I didn't get to the end of the game yeah in Twilight Princess um when she the, the, the final fight with Ganon after you mm -hmm. defeat Dark Beast Ganon. So it's kind of like the opposite of a great of time. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Because you, you actually fight Ganondorf. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you're on horseback, and she's firing the light arrows. Right. In Ocarina of Time, she gives you the light arrows, so you fire them yourself. But in, in Twilight Princess, she's firing the light arrows. She's riding on the back of your horse. So you are literally, like, together fighting mm -hmm. him. Like, it's not, like, she's over here holding him off, like, in Ocarina of Time, and a little bit in Wind Waker, where she's, like, using her magical yeah, powers yeah. in mm -hmm. place. Like, you're literally in the same place, working together to fight Ganon. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> like, it's strongly implied that if one of you weren't there, Ganon would win this fight. Yes, absolutely. Like, you need the light, you, you have to kind of aim your horse at Ganondorf so Zelda can fire a light arrow. To stun him so that you can hit him with the master sword mm. like <laughs> otherwise he's untouchable <laughs> right so this ridiculous the, light, the light arrows don't actually hurt him they only stun him right like so there's nothing zelda can do to defeat him and there's nothing link can do to defeat him they have to work together mm -hmm. and, and i would say that that's even the case in um you know and i know there's not much of a story in the first zelda and i'm not familiar with link's adventure enough to know this but even a link to the past you can't even gain access to ganon without not just Zelda, but six other women. Yes, that's right. You have to. I mean, yes, they're yeah, they're they captured. Kind of helpless. And... They are captured. You have to go rescue them, but you need their help. Yeah, is why they are necessary them. to this. Yeah. So it's just this. Yeah, Zelda's not a damsel, and she's especially not a damsel in Skyward Sword. She most of the she... time she's one step ahead of you. Yeah. And you're just following her. <laughs> in Ocarina of Time, spoilers, she's out like being a ninja the whole time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, it's just, yeah, and if you don't know that, where have you been? 
last yeah, 20 years. <laughs> so yeah. um, I, I really need to wrap it up. So okay. let's, uh, we're going to play. Yeah. I mean, hey, we can actually play the, well, we can't play the Metacard critic score because there's only no because you know it and so i get one shot um yeah okay well let me let me go look it up real quick i'm um, gonna aim high and say 88 <laughs> am i right or wrong <laughs> okay let's see uh you well you're under oh really so, yeah so that so that means you didn't go over which means you win <laughs> um, okay hey, it what is, is that uh, the med well, do you want to try and guess again, see if you can get closer? Uh, or? Okay, if I'm under at 88, then uh, 89? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I, I would, I'm surprised it's over 90. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's the so the Metacritic score is 95. Huh. And I, 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 this is the listing for the Wii game. I don't know if that means there's a different listing for GameCube or not. Uh, the user score is, oh, wait, so I see, yeah, Metacritic was 95. The user score is 9. Um, I am curious to know if, okay, so here's a listing for the GameCube version. GameCube version is a 96. Huh. Um, oh, and we did real quick before we jump into, uh, 20 questions, because this is important. Uh, the GameCube and the Wii version are completely reversed. That's a really yes. big thing. I can't believe we brought it up. And if you play the Wii U version, it's based on the GameCube version, so it's not reversed. And actually, since I played through the game the first time on Wii, I'm now like, I mean, I I don't remember the game so well from that long ago because I only played through it once that it's confusing me a lot. But it is confusing me a little bit where I'm like, wait, this okay, this is, this is over there now. <laughs> if not. you play in hero mode, it's the Wii map. It's all yeah. reversed mm -hmm. because. The idea is that, oh, you played the GameCube version, so here's a challenge, and they flip it over. Right. But most people played the Wii version, so putting hero mode flipped <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Like right. I was like, wait, I know this Mac very well. The only thing that's difficult is there's no heart generator. There's no heart drops, and I take double mm -hmm. damage already. Like yeah. I don't need the Ganondorf and Mabel to, to take double damage. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, All right. Um... It's Whatever, the, HD version was weird, yeah, but good. So, um, Oh, and then I have some trivia here. I'll just read this real quick, and then we'll we'll play uh, 20 questions. So, oh, yeah. Uh, following the discovery of a buffer overflow vulnerability, I don't know what that means, but I'm sure someone out there does. In the Wii version of Twilight Princess, an exploit known as the Twilight hack was developed, allowing the execution of custom code from a SD card on the console. Uh, basically, this was used to allow you to play homebrew games or more specifically pirated uh, games. And I know uh, I knew people who had like an SD card that was just full of GameCube games and they would they used this exploit to play Mario Sunshine and, and stuff like that. So that was. Uh, yeah. Uh, now the version 3.3 and 3.3 3.4 of the Wii menu prevented copying exploited save files on the console. So I guess at some point they oh yeah, and then version four fixed it. So I guess if you have a completely up to date Wii, uh, you can't do this anymore. But yeah. that was there are other workarounds. Yeah, I'm sure there are because if if there's a will, there's a way. Yes. All right. Even uh, the PS3 eventually got hacked. Yeah. So, um, all right. So now it's time to play twenty questions. How that works is we got a game that we're gonna play next week. Joel knows the game. I do not know the game. If Nolan was here, he also wouldn't know the game, and we would play twenty questions to figure out what that game is. Uh, of course, twenty questions. I ask yes or no questions. Joel answers yes or no, and 
and I and then we know what game we get to play next week. So um, I'm gonna go ahead and start with. So was this game made after January first, nineteen ninety? Oh, I have to look this up. Sorry. Ah, boo. Um. Although I should have had this. Kind of tells me that it's probably close to that, <laughs> since you don't know off the top of your head. Um, after January first, nineteen ninety. After January first, nineteen ninety. Yes. Okay. Uh, is this? That's question one. Is this game exclusive to the platform? Yes. Okay. Is it a Nintendo game? Yes. Uh is it on the NES? No. No. Is it on the SNES? No. Oh. Is it on the Game Boy? Yes. All right. We got a handheld game here. That that's question six. Yep. I really burned through those. Um is, ooh, <laughs> is it is it developed by Nintendo? Uh no. No, okay. Um Game Boy games exclusive to the Game Boy. Um ba, 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 ba. Is this a platformer? Yes. Okay. I had a Game Boy. I didn't. I don't think I played too many games that weren't Nintendo games on it. Uh, is it a licensed game? No. Okay, so it's not like Tiny Toons or something like that. Uh, okay, is is it developed by a Japanese developer? Yes. Okay. Halfway there. <laughs> Halfway there. Was the developer Konami? No. Is it Capcom? No. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm going to abandon that line of questioning. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is, so it's, it's a platformer. It's made by a Japanese developer that is not Nintendo, Konami, or Capcom. Oh, gosh. Square wasn't making platformers back then. I don't even know that they're making platformers now. I guess they might be. But Oh, my goodness. Is this... Does this game star a fairly recognizable mascot? Yes. All right. Oh, my word. <laughs> uh, do you fire projectiles in this? You can. You can, all right. That's not the main mechanic. Yeah, that's fine. Um, Jeez. Run. Game Boy, not Nintendo. Oh wait, did Nintendo publish it? Yes. Okay, so now we're probably talking HAL Laboratories. Well, I was just ask, is it a HAL game? Yes. Um, uh, is it a Kirby game? It is a Kirby game. You got to get the it right is. one now. Yes. Oh my gosh! You said it was a platformer. Okay, we, we did Kirby's Dreamland already, so that would leave Kirby's Dreamland 2? Yes! Okay. In 18 questions, you got it. Sweet! <laughs> <laughs> I like this game. It's good. Yes. It's got animal so, friends and all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah, the anniversary of Kirby's Dreamland, the one that started it all, is coming up pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be 30 years uh, on April 21st, I want to say. Sure. Uh, Sounds good to me. <laughs> hold on. April 27th. It'll okay. be 25 years. Okay. So Sweet. That's why I picked it, because the Kirby series is having an anniversary soon. We've already done the first one in the game series. Mm-hmm. So let's... And we we did a Super Starter. Yep, we did um, that one, too. So let's do another Kirby game. Why not? Sweet. I love these games. Uh, is this on Virtual Console anywhere? Yes, it is on 3DS Virtual Console. Okay. It's probably around five bucks, I would imagine. Uh, yeah, that's usually how Game Boy games run. Yeah. So and it's a it's a good game. I feel like this game had a Super Game Boy palette attached to it. Also, if you were lucky enough to have played it over there, I don't know if the 3DS Virtual Console utilizes that at all. I don't know. I I'm gonna have to punt, plug it into my Super Game Boy now. <laughs> yeah. Um, check this out. I'm not I'm not 100 positive, but I do feel like there was you know Super Game Boy had that very limited color palette that it would add to certain games and I feel like yeah. this was one of them but I again I'm not 100% positive Well about that. usually what it, um certain games had a special border around them like usually mm-hmm. it was very generic and you could adjust the palette yourself Yeah but I know like Link's Awakening DX was backwards compatible with the original Game Boy so it worked on the mm-hmm. Super Game Boy and yeah. it had its own custom frame that's what they were called, frames. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if Dreamland 2 had a custom frame or not. Mm-hmm. Because it might have been... Well, it, it was late enough, 1995. So it could have. Yeah. yeah. Super so, uh, you've got a Retron, right? Yes. Super Game Boy work on that? Kind of. Okay. It's, it, the Retron has a Game Boy port, so oh, there's yeah, really yeah, no, reason right. yeah, there's no reason to use Super Game Boy. It'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It, however, you cannot adjust the color on if you're playing a Game Boy game through the Retron Five. Okay. It's it's in black and white or it's in color, whether it's Game Boy Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, the Retron Five actually plays like seven different consoles. If you really think about it. Yeah, it's uh, NES, SNES, Genesis, Game Boy, play Game Gear. No. Okay. But like. The SNES slot does Super mm-hmm. Famicom also, and okay. European games. Is this region free? Okay. Yeah, the yeah, Genesis cool. port does Japanese and European games because it's region free. Okay. The um, there's a Famicom port, so you can do both NES and Famicom, and then the Game Boy port does Game Boy, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance. So nice. like, there's a lot of games you can play on it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I keep yeah. telling myself I'm gonna get one of those. They're it. they're actually really cheap. Like like cheaply made oh yeah so like if you use it a lot it'll break oh um that's lame yeah the retron 3 is actually a more well-built machine than the retron 5 and it the retron 3 just doesn't have the portable stuff right so no game yeah it doesn't do handheld games okay but otherwise Uh, it it does it does nes super nes and genesis is the retron 3 it does not do famicom like the retron 5 okay um, I think you can do Super Famicom and, mm-hmm. you know, and Mega, Mega Drive. Drive. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, cool. All right. I got to I gotta bounce over soon. So awesome. let's, uh, let's plug. What do you, what you got for? Okay. So Nolan's not here. Yeah. Yeah. 
so he's a uh, baseman two one four on Twitter and I see white Falcon on other stuff. As he says, you can find him using one of those. So yeah, poor guy. Couldn't wake up this morning. Yep. And uh, where can we find you? Anywhere you can find me on the internet, you can find me under Obi Watt Kenobi. That would be Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Nintendo, PSN, Steam. Any of those places, just search for Obi Watt Kenobi and you will find me. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Patrick Proper and at Salty Luchadork. And usually you can just find me here on Crossforge Gaming. So that's Wednesday and Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern. I co host the two podcasts that are those days. And then, of course, co hosting this one every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern. Uh, you can find Original Gamers Podcast at Official OG Cast on Twitter. We have a Twitch that I assume will probably eventually get merged over with Crossforge Gaming. I don't know how it's going to work. It's business talk. Uh, we have an Instagram, official.ogcast. One of us should take over that because LJ doesn't do that anymore. Um, uh, yeah, and okay. you can find Crossforge Gaming at uh, crossforgegaming.com. So, uh, oh yeah, and then music, and I didn't write anything down, but I'm pretty sure that I already knew what I was going to do. So, uh, and again, if you're if you're watching this on YouTube, you won't hear music um, when I start uploading these to the audio feed only. I got to find time to do that, but you'll hear the music on the audio feed only. You won't hear the music on YouTube because again, we don't want copyright strikes. Uh, so the music you'll hear, or you did hear, if you're listening to the audio version, was the the title sequence that we talked about earlier. Very, very pretty piece of music. Unfortunately, it's not orchestrated, but it's still really good. And you what you're going to hear version. as we roll out is the uh, the Hyrule, Hyrule Field, Hyrule Overwheel, Overworld, whatever they call it in this game. Uh, one of my favorite versions of that song. It's just it's really, really good. So, alright. Thanks for joining us. Uh, please tell your friends about Crossforge Gaming. Join us for the other podcast. Uh, if you're into Hearthstone, there's a lot of stuff like that on Crossforge. I think a couple of the guys did uh, card box openings of the new expansion that just came out. I guess there's dinosaurs in it. I'm not a big Hearthstone yeah. guy, so I don't... I keep I getting ads about yeah. and I really don't care. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so check that out. Thanks for joining us, and we will see you next time. Play Kirby Dreamland 2. It's going to be good. Bye, everybody. Be good, humans.